0: Hi, this is Brad Wewell, and we are here talking about the Estate of the Union. And the Estate of the Union is a podcast devoted to helping you understand what estate planning is, how it can affect you, why you even need an estate plan, and what an estate plan can do to minimize costs, loss of control, taxes, and all manner of mayhem. So we're going to talk about that as we go through the weeks and months ahead. But today, I thought I'd just take a few minutes, grab your attention and talk about why people even need to do any estate planning and what estate planning is. And how would I even start on this whole process? So if you're ready, I'm ready. So let's go. Uh, an estate plan is kind of a big word. Isn't it a big term? Big two words, I guess, estate and plan. And most people don't do planning because first of all, they don't think they have an estate why do i need to do planning because i don't have any money i've got a job uh, i kind of you know come home with a check that's been deposited in my account maybe i'm married and i get two checks in that account and maybe i've got kids and maybe i don't but really do i need anything uh, to keep me going when i die well, who cares uh, somebody's going to get my money. Hopefully, I think it's my family. I think it's my spouse. I think it's my kids. I'm not really sure, but that seems to make sense, and that's kind of what I've heard. And I've seen enough TV shows, and I know that uh, my will is going to be read. But I don't know what happens if I don't have a will. It's a lot of stuff there, guys. So let's just kind of step back, take a deep breath focus on what you need and why you need it. And so let's go back to what I said a few minutes ago. People don't think they have an estate, so they don't think they need estate planning. And estate planning sounds like it's rich folks planning. And rich folks planning, well, I'm not rich. Again, I don't have an estate, I don't need to do planning. Well, everybody needs to do some estate planning. And you need to do estate planning at a couple different levels. And the first level is to have a will, but a will's not always enough. And as we go through this uh, podcast, not all today, but in the future, we'll talk about wills and we'll talk about trusts and we'll talk about powers of attorney. And we may even talk about these weird things called powers of appointment, which you've never heard of. We'll get to all that. But you do need a will at a minimum so that when you pass away, a lot of your assets, and, and you notice I didn't say all your assets. I said a lot of the assets that you have will go to the people that you want to get them. And if you do it well enough, if you do this estate planning well enough, you can even determine how they get them. So, not just what they get, but how they receive it. And, and that's going to be a big thing as we go forward with blended families, kids in trouble in-laws we don't like, minors, special needs people, grandma on Medicaid, how they receive it um, is going to be a really, really, really big deal. But for right now, we got to have something even to get it to the people that we love, the people we want to get it. And so that can start with something like a simple will. And a simple will is sometimes called an I love you will. It's an I love you will because when I die, I love you, here's my stuff. Uh, It's typically uh, the prototypical um, picture is this married couple. And I love you, honey. And when I die, I am leaving you everything in my will. So I've done my job as a spouse. Uh, when you die, it's gonna go to the kids. We've done our job as parents. If we have little kids, we're gonna make sure we have guardians named for the kids in the will, which is why we're gonna do this in the first place, because we're, they're already 10 and 12, and we still haven't done this, honey. Blah, 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 blah. You've got to get on this to cover those bases, to make sure, A, your spouse gets it. B, if your spouse is going, it goes to the kids. C, if you don't have a spouse, where's it gonna go? And that, ladies and gentlemen, um, is the start of estate planning. Making sure you've got something done correctly. You okay, know, this is a big done, D-O-N-E, all in caps, underlined in bold, done correctly. Because if it's not done correctly, guess what? You don't have a will. You have nothing. Okay, so people think a lot of things qualify as wills. They don't, and they have to be done exactly right in the state where you live by somebody. Uh, We're going to recommend throughout this program, throughout future podcasts, that you only do this stuff with the help of a lawyer and a good lawyer who does this frequently. All right. But we'll talk about software wills, we'll talk eventually about LegalZoom, we'll talk about all the other things, quick and rocket uh, legal documents, whatever. It has to be done correctly. If your will is done correctly, then much of your money can go to the people that you love and they get it when you pass away and they have warm thoughts about you after you're gone. Wouldn't that be nice? But, if you don't do it right, and you don't do it carefully, and you don't do it with the right person, then it will be a gigantic meltdown mess of a problem that you're leaving people when they leave the funeral home, and they won't have warm thoughts about you. They may have hot thoughts about you, and the hot is the anger at the crap that you dumped on them because for whatever reason, you didn't get around to doing this stuff. And maybe you didn't want to do this stuff. I heard a story from my wife, Cindy, uh, this week about somebody who doesn't want to do a will because they're afraid if they do a will, they're gonna die. Okay, that's interestingly enough, not uh, not a surprise. It's not a new thought. Many people think I'm not going to do the will because if I do a will, I'm going to die. Well. I got some news for you, folks. Um, You're going to die anyway. Uh, One of my favorite quotes, uh, we live in uh, Austin, uh, Texas, and Austin is in Travis County, Texas. And I like to ask people, just kind of as a little joke, what's the mortality rate in Travis County? How many people die in Travis County? And the answer is the mortality rate in Travis County is 100%. And the mortality rate in Dallas County is 100%. And in Harris County, where Houston is, it's 100%. And in LA County, it's 100%. And in Cook County, Chicago, it's 100%. It's 100% across the world. It's always been 100%. So whether you do a will or not, won't affect the fact that you're gonna die. And when you die, again, you have a choice. You can do something to get it to the people you love the way you want it at the right time. We'll talk about that in the future as well, the right timing of when somebody should receive it. We don't want somebody to get a minor to get it when they're 12 years old, for goodness sakes, or even 18, which is when they're supposed to be an adult. How they get it, when they get it, why they're getting it. You can even say things like that. But you have to do it, you have to do it right, and you're gonna die anyway. So wake up, grow up, get going, and get this stuff done. Okay. So we're gonna talk about a lot of that and the nuances of that, and the way that you can uh, be enlightened. I'll do my best through this program to enlighten you. We're gonna have guests that come on who are gonna enlighten you about things also that uh, they're gonna affect some aspect of estate planning, but it starts with a simple will, and a simple will is, when I die, I leave my assets to X, and X gets them, and X leaves with them, and away we go. We'll talk about going through probate a little bit later in the program, uh, because probate is literally how they get it once it goes to court because they just can't walk into the bank with your will and say, I'm here, give me the money. They're gonna to to get some court approval. That's what probate is, getting court approval to for the heirs to actually get the estate that you left behind. So it's gonna be very important to have a will that leaves it to the people that you want to get it. And perhaps again in the percentages, all of my wife, all of my kids, I got three kids, three equal shares. I got three kids, unequal shares. Unequal shares, (laughs) good luck with that, Um, but some people do. And if you do unequal shares, well, again, we'll have a little program on unequal sharing. Uh, Parents see fair as fair. I'm telling you, folks, kids only see fair as equal. So, but if you want to do something other than equal, you're going to need to do it and put it in writing too. So, uh, this will stuff uh, is extremely important. It is critical that you at least have a will to express your wishes and your desires. I'm going to tell you something that you probably don't know. In fact, throughout this whole thing, you're going learn things you probably don't know. You might have a segment on you probably don't know, a little trivia thing. You probably don't know that uh, you already have a will. I don't like them. What do you mean, Brad? I, I we haven't written one, um, haven't been to a lawyer, haven't gone on legal Zoom, haven't scratched something out. Well, you have a will, ladies and gentlemen, because each state's legislature has written one for you. So there's a default will out there with your name on it. Yes. A will with your name on it that you haven't written. The legislature, let's put it another way, the politicians that we all despise, the politicians have written your will. Now, if you were to wake up today and think to yourself, oh yeah, I heard that guy Brad on a podcast, and he said... I need to get a will. Okay, well I feel like today's the day. I've got money in my account. I've got my car gassed up. Uh, maybe I could even do a Zoom because I don't really want to go face to face with somebody, whatever. I'm ready to go. Who do I go? Oh, I know what I'll do. I'll go to a politician. And I'll have a politician write my will because they're noble people. They're righteous people. They have my best interest. Well. Uh, not to disparage the whole political class. I've, I know many politicians, and most of them are very good people who have their best, our best interests at their heart. But if you don't write a will, that's what you're going to do. You're going to wake up. You're going to go to a politician. You're going to ask them to write your will. They don't know you. You're not going to tell them anything about your family. You're not going to tell them anything about the uh, characteristics of the people in your family, the needs of the people in your family, the oddities of the people in your family, and the problems that people in your family have you're just going to let this politician sit down with a blank piece of paper and write your will, and that's your will. And I am saying to you today, if you don't do your own will, that will is out there. If you go to our website, texastrustlaw.com, on our website, we have written four books and you can click on the home page and read our books and look for the book. The first book that pops up is the Texas Estate Planning Handbook. And in the Texas Estate Planning Handbook back, I don't have a copy here in front of me, I think it's page 61 of the Texas Estate Planning Handbook is the last will and testament according to the Texas legislature. And if you're listening to this and you live in another state, you can find your state's will to some other place but it won't be a whole lot different from the one that's in our Texas Estate Planning Handbook. They're all about the same. If you want to read it, feel free to. It is written and signed by I waited too long. Okay? I waited too long to do this. I died. Here's my will, family. Good luck with that and uh, have a good life. Well, well, If you fall into a tiny category of people where the default will works, God bless and thank God for that. But if you fall into the vast majority of other people that the default will is not what they wanted, is not what they expected, and will cause heartache and hardship and high fees, and perhaps taxes that didn't need to be paid, then that's what you want and that's what you'll get. It's about a three-page long will. Again, you can read it in our book, TexasTrustLaw.com. On the homepage, click the button that says read our books. The first book that'll pop up is the Texas Estate Planning Handbook. Page 61 or thereabouts, you'll find it and read it. And We've tried to write it in a way that's understandable and I'm telling you, that wasn't easy to do. These are very complex laws. We try to break it down so that anybody who picks up the book can read it and go, oh, crap. <laughs> I didn't know that. OK. Uh, oh, heck, this is something else I didn't know. And that, again, is your will. So if you want that, all righty. That's what you get. And that's what you got. And that's what your family's going to have to deal with after you're gone. So you can change that. You can get on your hind legs and you can go Find a lawyer who can help you. We will law firm. Uh, we're happy to help people. Uh, you can contact us at info at texastrustlaw.com. Make an appointment with one of our lawyers. We have excellent lawyers here. We don't charge for the first visit and we'll walk you through what needs to be done. So we can do that for you. If you live in another area, we have colleagues in other areas that we can connect you to, too. We're a member of a big group of lawyers called Wealth Council. We have lawyers all over the country. If you got your mom or dad up in Seattle, know they're in uh, Poughkeepsie, know they're in um, Concord, New Hampshire, Concord, Massachusetts. Uh, We've got lawyers all over the country that we would be happy to help connect your loved one with so they can get their own will and you don't get stuck with the default will of Massachusetts, the default will of New Hampshire, the default will of Washington state or the default will of New York state, okay? Because if your loved one dies in those states, they get that will, not your will, not their will. They get this other crappy will written by the politicians in that state. And I'm sure they're just like the politicians in this state. They don't know. They don't care. Here you go. Have a good day. Vote for me. If you got any extra money, send it to my reelection campaign. Okay. That's what it's going to be all about. So I know I sound a little preachy on this, guys and girls, and I mean to sound a little preachy on this. As we go through the upcoming segments of this podcast, we'll talk about other things you need. We'll talk about things you can put in your will. One of the things you want in, in a well-drawn will is you want to no-contest clause. A <clears throat> no-contest clause says, honey, sonny, if you challenge this will, you'll get nothing. You'll get nothing. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Not your will. My will. Okay? So have a good day. Again, go sit in the corner. Be thankful for what I've given you because I didn't have to give you anything. And people, don't you have to give them a dollar? You don't have to give them a penny. If you do it right, you don't have to give anybody anything. You can disinherit people. And let me tell you, class, we disinherit people all the time. Uh, maybe not weekly, but at least every other week, we're disinheriting some kid who, for whatever reason, wasn't good to mom and dad. Okay, so keep that in mind too as you go through this. Maybe you want to go fluff your mama's pillow in the nursing home. Maybe you want to send her some flowers. Okay. Maybe you want to apologize to even your stepfather for something you said, or your stepmother from something you said to her because these step relationships, we have blended families coming out of our ears. And in blended families, that default will is brutal. It is brutal. And it's brutal to the surviving spouse, if there's no plan, and the deceased had children outside the marriage. And it's brutal to the kids. And if you die, step kids aren't your kids, they're not your kids unless you adopted them. and That's very, very rare. So when you die, if you plan to leave it to the stepkids, and you don't have the will, the default will, the state-drawn will, the politician-written will, ain't gonna get it to those people. You may—they may have been in your home. They may be your children. Oh, they're my children. All are my children and grandchildren. We're talking about the grandchildren, my grandchildren, well, the step-grandchildren. That default will is going to come with a nice little sharp knife and cut them out of all that stuff, and maybe that's okay with you. Step kids have kind of a short life expectancy around here sometimes. If anybody's going to get a cut up in an estate plan. In our experience, it's a stepchild. Okay, that's hard to hear. It's the truth. Okay, it is the truth. So, back to fluffing the pillow, back to making the phone call, back to sending flowers to somebody you may not be on the best terms with. Well, wake up, okay? Swallow your pride, put on a haircloth coat, and go see them and snuggle up to them and uh, uh, be understanding that whoever this person is, they're in charge of your inheritance ultimately, okay? So, if you got a will, you can craft it, you can mold it. You can make it happen. You got that no contest clause in there that's going to help. If somebody didn't think they got enough, they're going to challenge it. Well, they can get cut out. Now, those have nuances to them. Again, we'll talk about no contest clauses uh, and the distinctions of them in future podcasts. But bottom line is, um, you got to get something in place and you got to get it now. And I don't think that uh, our local freeways and byways have killed many people yet this morning but I'm doing this podcast on a Friday and I promise you wherever you're listening somebody in your location will be killed in a car wreck this weekend unfortunately and if that's you you're you know it, it's you okay so let's get on it let's grow up. Uh, Again, let's be mature. I hate that word, mature, because I'm not always mature. My wife would testify to that. But I want to be more mature, and I want you to be more mature once you get this stuff done. Okay, we're gonna stop here for today. Um, Hopefully, you've got a little taste of uh, what we're gonna do in this program. We're gonna talk about wills. We're gonna talk about trusts. We're gonna talk about uh, kids. We're gonna talk about stepkids. We're gonna talk about blended families. We're gonna talk about divorce. We're gonna talk about how to divorce protect somebody's inheritance. How How to remarriage protect somebody's inheritance. How to tax proof on his state. We can talk a lot about taxes, and with the change of administration, there'll be a lot to talk about with taxes. So, we're, we're not going to run out of material uh, for these podcasts. But I'll stop here today. Um, again, this is Brad Wewell with the WeeWell Law Firm. You can always uh, email us at info at Texas, spell it out, T-E-X-A-S, TexasTrustLaw.com. You can go to our website, texastrustlaw.com. You can go to our homepage, as I said a few minutes ago, you can download all four of our books. We've written four, they're all right there. The Texas Estate Planning Handbook, Uh, Surviving Texas Probate, about probate. The Texas Asset Protection Handbook, how to keep your assets from going to the bad guys if you get sued. And Estate Planning for Women, a special book written especially for women because women are the most vulnerable person in the estate planning world. And we wrote this book to encourage women to do estate planning because they have issues that, frankly, men, May have that men want to ignore and will ignore. And women tend to be uh, more focused on this stuff. So you can download that book too. Again, we have conference consultations at our office. Um, email us, we'll get back to you and be happy to set, us, set you up. You can also call us at five one two four eight zero eight eight two eight. 480 8828. If you're out of the area, you can call 877-545-8828. So, have a good day. Drive carefully. Yes, I like to tell people to leave here, when they come in to hire us, I say drive carefully until we get this done. Once they've signed the receipt, I like to say, you can drive a little wilder because you actually have this done. Well, drive carefully until you get something done, and we'll see you at the next podcast. Have a great day. Thanks, Brad Wewell.